Brenton. Okay, Brenton. Hey, you hear hey. me? Yeah, I hear you now. Oh. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the topic is what we're working on internally. Mm, I like that. You want to go first or you want me to go first? One of the things I am working on internally is being able to like communicate what's going on internally. I think for so long, I'm just so used to moving like go, go, go or processing and you know, creating meaning to things, but not really sitting with things to break it down to, you know, really figure out what the experience is or what triggers it or what grounds it. You know, I think it's always been so go, go, go. So one of the things that I've been, you know, working on internally is to be mindful and to like, really be with myself and, and try to figure out what's going on and how I'm feeling. And, and is there, you know, is this feeling familiar? Is this a feeling that I used to have when I was younger? Or is this a feeling that's been coming up a lot lately? You know, just creating space, you know, without judgment at that, just allowing mm-hmm. it to just be like, not something I have to fix. Okay, great. Now that we identified it, let's eradicate it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know, we get to have parts, you know, that we get to be with, so yeah, that's one of the things that I'm working on internally. Yeah. It's like taking your hands off of yourself for a second and like just relaxing. Yeah, like I, you know, like when we were kids before we were told what to do, what was cool, how we were supposed to be, like that that natural instinct that makes us unique in our own. You know, like mm-hmm. at least let's let's get back to that. You know, mm-hmm. so I like it. So that's one. Okay, I'll share mine now then. Okay. Um, what I'm working on is, uh, like finding a routine. But like, uh, I mean, ever since I quit my job, I haven't been waking up to alarms and everything. So it's like I've been sleeping for however long I wanted to be, and like naturally I stay up super late so uh it's like over time I just transitioned to being completely nocturnal like I Mm. would go to sleep at or between like 5 and 12 5 a.m and 12 p.m every day and then wake up in the middle of the day and then it's like I wouldn't see the sun like pretty much at all and it's like now it took me a week to transition to being uh to like waking up at a proper time you know waking up mm. before noon and then going to sleep at around midnight because you know i don't have anything going on but like that's still better i get to see the sun more and like that's that's what that's what chalisi told me isn't it like he said i needed to start messing with the sun more mm. rather than staying up at night and so like that's my sleep schedule I've been working on but also like on a deeper level I've been realizing like I put a lot of boundaries around what I allow myself to do based off of what I think is appropriate for my age it's like Mm. for the longest time I thought that I didn't have time for a relationship or anything 
or like I didn't have time to you know have fun and ex like I just felt like at my age I shouldn't even be looking for a relationship or like trying to be in one or like entertaining anybody anymore I was just like putting this putting these confines confinements I was just confining myself to like looking towards my future and like my job or like my my career, what I want want to do in my career. I was just focusing heavily on that. And then it's like, I realized like, you know, I have time for things. It's like, I have days where I don't do anything. Those could be the days that I see somebody and like, um, And also there's like the fear of being hurt and stuff, but like I realized uh, pain is just a part of life. And it's like, I realized I had to work on, um, I mean, naturally I'm pretty much a, like I could get very angry. (laughs) Like I get very angry at people and I just didn't want to make any enemies, but now I feel like it's less about you know looking towards the long run and it's more about experiencing these people and letting these people experience me and like just allowing myself to be free and not uh, cutting people off very easily it's like because I would do that I would cut people off like it's nothing like Yeah, I just had I had to work on that because I realized like I'm not as heartless as I think I am. <laughs> like I have emotions and it's like I like people. It's like but I just feel like or it's like sometimes I would just you know, rationalize my emotions or like mm-hmm. think too logically about where a relationship may be going or just like acting greater than my age like it's like people at my age are like making mistakes and stuff and having fun and I just wasn't I just wasn't here for that I was like I'm just it's like I was looking or it's like I knew I didn't want to settle down at my age but I realized like nothing is really promised. It's like, I'm not even settled down anywhere else in my life. Like I'm not gonna be living where I'm living for the rest of my life. I'm not gonna be, I'm not even gonna be working or it's like, I'm not even gonna be in college for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. all the things I'm doing right now aren't temporary. Why is it so different when it comes to people? It's like these people could be temporary too. So yeah, it's just working on. I I love that. Can I can I can I expand on something you were saying? You know, yeah. when you what I also hear is that <clears throat> you're just finding all this abundance in like in your process in your room. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of room for choice. Even you creating a schedule for yourself that's not necessarily about work. 
but a schedule that supports you being able to see the sun and and that being enough, you know? And I love this idea of you creating space for like redefining, you know, maybe because just because you are dating doesn't, doesn't have to mean settle down. Mm-hmm. There can actually be room for both. That's in a reflection of where you are, you know? So I love how it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, I'm ready to settle down. So now I have time to date. It's like, no, I'm actually in a space to date. And what I love about what you said is, you know, I think you said that being so worried about what's going to happen, you know, later, but you having these relationships now will affect you later. It, mm-hmm. it, it is going to add to the dynamic. It is going to shape and tune and calibrate the experience. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. things that you allow yourself to, experience now in friendships and relationships and dating is going to shape the things that you allow when you create space for three years from now you Mm -hmm. know everything you did in college is going to shape you know your career experience because of these experience you allowed yourself to have you know so Mm -hmm. I really hear like you wanting to create these you know these opportunities to have fun it isn't you yeah. know like it doesn't always have to be so serious and doesn't always have to mean like just because someone's interested and you can't stop thinking about them doesn't mean they're your soulmate you know what I mean? mm-hmm. like there's yeah. all these room for these other things to happen but it has to, but it happens when we allow ourselves to experience other happenings you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I, that's what I hear it's like this abundance of like you know maybe I can do this and that and that you know, and I think I'm I'm being very similar of like I find myself not going to bed because I don't have to, but it's probably really beneficial for me to like create a schedule. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, I find myself like I'm not a kid, so I can go to bed anytime I want to. But there was but there was um we weren't just going to bed on time because we were kids. We were actually going to bed on time because it was good for us too. Yeah. You know, so finding these things that I'm doing in reaction to that's really sabotaging my process because how I'm holding it in my head. It can be like, bitch, you want this energy tomorrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to have to create a consistency, you know, mm-hmm. or you can be like, fuck it, be tired, but don't complain all fucking day. Cause you know why you tired, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like figuring out. And I'm at a place where even in my relationship, it's like, I understand why I didn't, why I haven't been going to bed early. The bitch been playing. Hey, yes, what you want to do? Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, but I'm also not used to having something stay here for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that that can shape how much, you know, that can shape the codependency that can shape a lot of different things. So I've had to be like, all right, Kiel, it's four. It's been four years. I think you can start going to bed. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you know, you know, people scared to close their eyes because they gonna wake up and miss mm-hmm. something. You mm-hmm. don't have to, you don't have to hold it like that. Take your yeah. ass to bed. You know, create a system that works for you out of the fear of, you know, whatever that is. I don't have to automatically take it to abandonment, but um, whatever it is, you know, go to fucking bed. Yeah. There was this post I saw recently. They said that people that, you know, people online, they're always trying to diagnose each other. But like this one, the person said that uh, people may stay up super late because they don't have enough time to themselves during mm. the day. So they stay up at nighttime because there's nobody around and it's more peaceful. 
So it's like there's that. I think that's dope. And I think and I think it's it's dope to be able to like that's why observing yourself is so important because here you are I think being hard on yourself. Why can't I go to fuck you know mm-hmm. all this all this stuff is charged behind it and we haven't figured out like wow this is probably the only time where my mind gets to wander right mm-hmm. it's the only time where I get to like escape from my it's the only time like I don't have to take care of my kids it's the only time I don't have to you know and mm-hmm. I guess that's things that sometimes we don't. We don't have the luxury of taking the time to figure out. Well, I don't know if I want to say luxury, but, you know, we don't come with the tools to figure that out sometimes. Yeah. That kind of sounds like a parent, like mm-hmm. that it's like instead of arguing with the child, the parent would just be like, do it because I said so. But like mm-hmm. now when we're adults and we have to parent ourselves, it's like giving ourselves leniency uh more space to have a dialogue within ourselves rather than this is what i know i'm supposed to do so why can't i do it like what's wrong with me and all of this it's like just being the parent that you never had Mm -hmm. you know reparenting is definitely something i've been working on practicing of like you know, and I think it's helpful because I can always, first of all, I'm grown. I can't be like, this is on mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yep. Like, you know, I hope my daddy figured it out so he can, what, so he can, what? He's grown, you know? Yeah, so it's he has like, no control over nothing, you nothing, like at all. So it's like me taking responsibility, like just because, and guess what? Even if, you know, our parents can only give us what they have, tools that they have, mm-hmm. you know? And, and sometimes, and their parents didn't even have that, you know, so they're really doing the best they can with what they have. But, you know, that's not the excuse to be like, well, I guess I got to be without it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just means that as an adult, I get to figure it out for myself. And I think that's what I've been working on with communication. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Of like, and I'm grateful that there are a lot of things that work with my communication. So I don't have to be like, well, guess we got to throw all that shit away, you mm-hmm. know? But there gets to be these nuances and these qualities of like, all right, no, here I have a really strong suit. You know, I'm a powerful speaker. I'm a great storyteller. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm very nurturing. I'm very giving. You know, very have a great attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And I'm also very critical. (laughs) I'm also Mm -hmm. very hard on myself. I'm also people pleasing. So that shapes what I have to say sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I can't really pinpoint exactly what's going on within me. So I don't know how to share it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I want it to come out a certain way. I want to control the experience after. So I'm, sometimes in my head, I'm rehearsing how it needs to go, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels good to talk about the experience fully than only talk about the shit that's not working. Yeah. That's, I think that goes back to the first thing of like just sitting in it and then mm-hmm. try to like eradicate. There's a lot of things about it that works. Yeah, and especially it's like, why do you have to demonize it? Like, what makes these things good or bad? Like, one of the things you said, uh, being super critical of yourself is mm-hmm. like that could kind of that could come in handy at certain points, but it's like finding the balance is the most important part. I guess right. that that's the that's the zinger. <laughs> and it's also like it just adds content or it adds it adds uh texture to who we are and it's like it's 
it's like if we were perfect people then we would be bored of our out of our minds like right it's like everybody has something they're trying to you know get better at like it's like how i told you um or like how we talk about yeah i mean practice and like you know climbing a mountain and then climbing another one what was that thing you had something about uh climbing a mountain going down and then climbing up Mm, i think that's lauren hill talking about mastership and mastership yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you you know you mastery in the top but the mastership came from all the studying from the bottom you know Mm -hmm. And, and everything you learn. That's kind of what I was talking to you before about, like, in relationship, you know, like, you start with these, like, you don't know. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just like I think about two cave cavemen, they're like, you know, like, yeah. you just <laughs> figured it out and trying to figure out a medium. And then you guys, like, yeah, bah, bah. Like, you just figure yeah. out what bah, bah is, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all you guys know when it comes to y'all is bah, bah. And mm-hmm. you eventually, you figure it out, you know, or you don't. And that is still part of the, the mastership process, like all of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And no, and being clear that, she, and also like you knowing, all right, I think I'm ready for this because I think that's also what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. also like, huh? I find this space where there's room <laughs> mm-hmm. for the both. And okay, maybe I'm ready for this. And I mm-hmm. think that's powerful. Yeah. Something else I had to work on was like just not being mean. Like <laughs> I'd be unnecessarily mean to people. Like. <laughs> It's, like, just super critical of them. But, like, I realize, like, cutting them off is a dis- does a disservice to them, but it also does a disservice to me because mm. uh, um, <laughs> I've been contemplating talking about this dude, but um, Nope. Hey, uh, listen, no pressure. We can, we can always... <laughs> hesitant it's it's just he's like the first person that i haven't blocked like well i mean i did block him but then i unblocked him and then told him why i blocked him and then he (laughs) forgave me but like it's the first person that i've ever like been vulnerable with like i've never told somebody what my fears were with them like what they were reflecting back at me and i told him i was like you know, you showing up out of the blue and, like, just adding all this pressure, uh, like, I just, I didn't know how to handle it. This was back in Capricorn season when I met him. And, like, Mm. he met me through Instagram. And then it's just, like, we started talking every single day for, like, hours. And it's, like, I didn't have any homework at that time because it was, you know, in between semesters and stuff. So I had time. And I was just, we were just entertaining each other. And then I was, like, just wondering like what the what is this like and then I started feeling things and I was like wait what is this (laughs) I was just hella confused and then it's like one like I just started thinking too much and then I blocked them (laughs) because I didn't know what the emotions were and it's like yeah it's like I just and then I went back to him obviously and (laughs) <laughs> I, I, mean, I I unblocked him and you know we had a conversation and he forgave me and I told him in our conversation I was saying like 
you know, you showed up out of the blue and turned everything upside down. Like I didn't know how to handle it. And uh, like, I mean, like on the second day of us even talking, like a day after I met him, I even told him like, I'm not looking for anything romantic. As like, I just, I feel like I set a boundary or like I felt like I was setting a boundary, but now I'm realizing like that was a blockage. Like hmm. that, like I was literally blocking myself. It's It goes back to Libra season. When I was talking about what I was calling it unblock season because, you know, you uh, not blocking out the mirror anymore and like just hmm. uh, like allowing that person because we say like people are only mirrors of us like relationships are only a mirror so uh it was about it was about uh not being scared of what's gonna come out of you when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. or or just dealing with anybody you know like relationships could be like relationships family yeah friends right co-workers and stuff and Mm -hmm. like even the relationship with yourself like how do you treat yourself right and so yeah that was back in Libra season I was talking about all of that but I guess I didn't (laughs) learn the lesson I guess I was just talking and it's like I finally learned the lesson like because he's still around he's still teaching me things about myself like unconsciously because I'm reacting to like what is going on like I mean like I still don't know what's going on but I just know and that. This, first of all, okay, I'm not. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to say. I just can't. Okay, but you know, I I agree with you. Like relationships, they never really end. Even with people you don't fuck with no more, the relationship is still you don't fuck with. Me, you mm-hmm. know, like because if they if there was nothing, there'd be a stranger. There'd be no tension. There would be no, no distinction. Feeling. No dynamic. No nothing. So I do agree. I feel like you know I'm always you're always learning with this person you're choosing to be in relationship with. Even even coworkers, even co people who are not our friends, something will happen. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a it'll, it'll trigger a, a flashback or a memory of someone because there is a relationship there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think even holding that when we say, which is really important when you get in a romantic relationship, because I think I'll speak for myself. Sometimes you can put so much pressure on that one, how they do things. Like you'll have your friends who cannot call you back, but let your partner not call you back. The world is yeah. over, right? Yeah. What does this mean about me, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't mean anything. They're fucking human. They forgot. Mm-hmm. They're in the shower. They're taking shit. Like, you know, like yeah. life, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, you know, it's it's also our responsibility. I'll speak for myself. Also my responsibility of what power I'm giving away, even to our friends. Sometimes we have friends who, what they say and how they feel carry so much weight. You know, that you shape how you present it or that you are selective about what you share when there's an opportunity to be like, yo, what, what, who, who, what, you know, to like Mm -hmm. look inward and be like, yo, that's really you. As long as you know, you're running the show, do what you want, do what Mm -hmm. you want, but be clear that you're the person who is releasing this as long, you know what I mean? As long as you're clear about that, do what you want. But if there's a projection and you really think like you're the victim here. In some ways, and 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 not playing any responsibility to what's going on, 
you may need to check in. And Virgos are good for that, yo. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's because we've like we've already thought about it eighty times, so we're mm-hmm. like any any options outside of those are like that's cute, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or or I don't know if it's like the wounded healer. I don't know what it is, but the projection game be strong, yo. Yeah, it's true. Because we're so we just be looking like because we're like so attention to detail but like if we're so attention to detail we can't feel so yeah looking. yeah it's like <laughs> or it's like we need to realize like we're looking in a mirror it's like mm-hmm. like with relationships if a virgo realizes that the other person isn't the isn't what the virgo thinks Ooh. that the virgo is then or the person is then the Virgo will see themselves clearer and like analyze Mm. themselves rather than projecting because that's what Mm. Virgo is about. It's about, you know, hermit energy going within and seeing your own flaws and figuring that out. And that's the lens. Yeah. That's the lens we're looking through. It's our own, it's our (laughs) own judgments, our own, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's why Virgo comes before Libra because it's like you can't be in a full-fledged relationship without knowing yourself first. It's like, mm. well, I mean, you can, but if I don't know how that's going to work out for you. Uh, you can't be projecting on somebody that you claim to love all the time. It's like that part. No, listen, Vir- Virgos are good for it. That's why you need a good pew pew. You, you got to be with someone who's like, that's cute. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> here's this mirror right here, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it, you know, Virgos have a hard time being i don't know if, i don't know if it's like i don't say listening because i feel like virgos are good listeners but it's but it's it's still an interpretation of like from what i can see you yeah, know what i mean i feel like that's why yeah that's why pisces are the opposite it's pisces like okay well all right oh woo. yeah they believe everything <laughs> yes okay what do we want to be today and virgos like nigga yesterday you said <laughs> a b and c like let me know what we're doing because I built everything based on what you just yeah. said. I was like, while you like, sleep. Right. And I and I made the website. And Pisces like, oh, I forgot. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what, ugh, that's why we can use a little. That's why they're opposite. Because we can use a little bit of the, yo, relax. Who cares? Who cares? Mm-hmm. And Virgo's always fucking like. Like clicking stuff is like right ticking behind the face. Like hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Something's cooking. Something's cooking here. No, bitch, relax. Nothing's going. Breathe. Yeah. Even when I was watching um one of Amber, she says that Virgos are notorious for going crazy on vacation, and that's why because they don't give themselves no fucking room to go crazy anywhere else. They're like, all right, we're on vacation. Here's our card. Like here's our hall pass to like go cuckoo for and it's true listen i've had some vacations <laughs> you know but then it's like you know also there's room to do that all the time you don't have to wait mm-hmm. yeah everybody of... suffers when you wait because your friend's like finally she's back mm-hmm. <laughs> this bitch can relax so yeah it reminds me of when i first quit my job and i called you i was like i don't know what to do anymore i already cleaned my bathroom i cleaned my bedroom i did i did the dishes i did everything i don't know what to do anymore and it's like that's when i realized like wow i'm really a virgo rising it's like i'm so used to i was so used to you know serving and like being 
as service for other people it's like now being with myself and like being able to build my own life rather than the schedule that somebody else set for me it's like I had to I had to look in the mirror I had to see myself for who I really was and then see like what I wanted to do and like right and then it's like I feel like over time I just started getting sloppy I mean it's like I was serving myself but it wasn't healthy so now recently I just you know I'm trying to get back on a routine but like I'm doing a routine where it's like uh oh this ties into what we're doing right now too because it's like every day of the week is ruled by a certain planet okay Uh, so like Sunday is ruled by the sun, you know, Sunday. And then the mo- Monday is ruled by the moon, you know, moon day. And then Tuesday is ruled by Mars. Wednesday is ruled by Mercury. Jupiter is ruling Thursday. Friday is ruled by Venus. And then Saturday is ruled by Saturn, Saturn day, you know. And then so I'm doing this thing where I just do certain things on those days that are a tide attuned with the planets like on Mondays is my self-care day like that's you know connecting to the moon and like uh you know doing a face mask and stuff and like just relaxing and making sure I'm good and then Tuesday is Mars's day so I'm feeling like I should be working out that day like doing something active I Uh, love this yeah and then Wednesday is like where I do my little like errands and stuff is ruled by Mercury. So it's like I'm running around the city and stuff like doing or like setting appointments for that day specifically. And then, you know, running my errands and stuff. And then Thursdays is ruled by Jupiter. That's when I'm going to walk my dog and do my homework or like start my homework because Jupiter rules exploration and it also rules like discoveries and it also rules college like literally rules college and it's like this past Thursday I went on a walk and I found this house that is for sale and I sent it to my parents and I was like because they're looking for a house and I was I sent it to them and they were like no I asked them if they had seen it before and they said no so it's like I I went on a walk I traveled and mm-hmm. I made a discovery on Jupiter's day. And then I also started my homework that day. I didn't finish, but <laughs> it was still the most, it was still the intention to do my homework that day. Right. So then Friday is Venus day, a day to like, uh, you know, treat yourself, you know, that scene, like that scene in Parks and Rec, where there was like, they were like saying, treat yourself day. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like Uncle Moose. Yeah, he said that every day though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a day to treat yourself. I was thinking like I get high that day. Uh or it also rolls money so I can make money somehow that day. And then what else is there about me? Oh, it's like very delectable food. So maybe I'll order something. Or like my favorite food that I like or something on that day. So, yeah. And then Saturday is ruled by Saturn. I was thinking uh, Saturn's about like holding yourself accountable and 
you know, getting stuff done that needs to be done. So I feel like all the homework that I didn't do or that I didn't finish on Thursday, I would finish on Saturday. <laughs> and then also Saturn like rewards you. It's like Saturn is about like testing you and stuff, but it also about it's also about rewarding yourself. So I feel like I should if I earned it, set plans with somebody and like go hang out or something. I mean, I don't know about that since coronavirus is out here, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'm, I'm figuring out still. I'm figuring it out still. So, and then Sunday is rolled by the sun. So I literally wrote in my notes, like for Sunday, I'm gonna act like a Gemini because that's my sun sign. And I'm going to just <laughs> talk my ass off. And like, literally, that's what I'm doing today. Today's Sunday. And I'm expressing myself by talking. <laughs> so it's a day about creativity and expressing yourself and, uh, you know, just putting yourself out there and exposing some stuff. Yo, I absolutely love that. Yeah. That's like. No, like for real. And I've been so I've been trying to figure out day by day. I've been doing it for work, but I've really been doing it for <clears throat> like personally. And mm-hmm. I think that is brilliant. You gotta send that to me. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I will. I'll send it to you. Okay, good. Yeah. We gotta call it something. The 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 brunch. I don't know. Watch. Give me give me a day. I mean, no, I Listen, didn't or you. I didn't create this. This is a study. I didn't say you did. I know, but we can't name it after myself. Yes, we we can. If we create a a dynamic that makes it very yours, maybe you create. Listen, you know who you're talking to, right? Capricorn Rising. I'm I'm gonna create jobs everywhere. (laughs) But but they are, you know, you that can be the base. You can always give credit to the base, but there is something about you and your nuance as you do it. You know, you're practicing it now. You know, Mm -hmm. and there's an opportunity for you to make it your own. And then it could be a part of your practice, a part of, you know, listen, I always think when you think about Venus and how it's money, it's also doing things that you love and getting paid for it too. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I think of. So listen, I'm, I'm always a space for monetizing. Yeah, make it an LLC. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The weekly, uh, listen, don't get me started. I yeah. will, <laughs> I will get you a tax ID. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's nothing. It's nothing. Well, this was good. Yeah, it was. Anything else to talk about? I think no, I really first of all I want to do this more often, but I guess the only thing is grace. You know, giving myself grace. Mm-hmm. That's really the practice and the discipline. And the reparenting. Reparenting is really where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Of also like, you know, just because it doesn't feel good doesn't mean that it's not in alignment with where I'm trying to go. You know, just because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable, just because it challenges me, just because it brings anxiety, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Or, you know? Or if it like shows you something about yourself. Yeah, it's just information. It's just point it's just pointing me to me in some form. I remember reading this book that says when chaos shows up, celebrate. Because mm-hmm. it's it's going to, you know, show you something about yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that it's usually I usually like to control that, you know, and uh I'm realizing the pressure, the same the one thing I'm running from is also the one th- and like I've said, we've said this many times, 
the one thing that I the thing that I'm running for is often the thing that is going to liberate me. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, it reminds me. Go, go. Or like go I have. Yeah, I've had to work on grace too, but like what really helped me was realizing like the bar has been set very very low. <laughs> like a being a human, it's like. There's people really out here like doing real, real grimy stuff. So it's like, yeah. I'm not like I mind my business. I'm out here <laughs> like I stay at home all day. I'm not going out killing nobody. So I feel like anything that I want to do, like within my yeah within my moral standards, it's like I'm not like I don't need to be so critical of myself like I know what's right and what's wrong and I feel like as long as I have that down put like don't go out no don't kill nobody don't don't steal right. you're, not going, <laughs> you're not going out of your way to destroy or you know yeah so be I a menace yeah right so like the bar has been set hello low uh <laughs> I'm only a human I make mistakes still like that's one of the things Chalisi told me uh he said you know, my guides want me to know that I'm allowed to make mistakes. And, mm-hmm. you know, when he first told me that, I was thinking, like, like messing up on a whole grand scale, like, I don't know mm-hmm. what I thought, but, like, I realized, like, I, I was super hard on myself, and I was so, like, critical and, like, trying to go by the books, but then I realized, like, there really is no book to life. That part. Yeah, it's just, like, life is a learning process. And, yeah, again, it's like, I'm not really that bad of a person. It's like, I don't feel that way. Uh, I mean, I may be vengeful sometimes, but I'm not, like, I have empathy. I'm not, I'm not evil. I'm not. Yeah, like you said, I'm not going out of my way to do stuff to harm others. Yo, <clears throat> yo if that's not a two Virgos trying to figure it out, I don't know what. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's like I don't. My experience with Virgos are not. I think Virgos get a bad rap because they, you know, sometimes they say what they want to say in A, B, and C. I don't think they're going out of the way to be vengeful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's just how their brain is set up, and they do it with themselves way more than they do it to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's why the wounded healer is, you know, relevant. So, you know, I love mm-hmm. that. I, you know, I love this idea of, you know, I think if Virgos was like, oh, maybe I'm not so bad after all, we would be able, mm-hmm. everybody would be able to relax a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I think that's great. So, I think Grace. Yeah. Last thoughts. Um, I just wish people minded their business more. I'm not going to say nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Last thoughts for me. Um, it, It gets to be easy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't always have to be difficult. You know, like it's okay to like move on. Good. I like that. Yeah. 
even move on from the story. Okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's not only moving on from the job or the relationship or the idea. It could just be removing yourself from the story. Mm-hmm. So I, I even like that. It, I don't have to run away. I can just redefine the experience. Yeah. Boom. Drop the Drop mic. Drop the mic! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, this was fun. This was fun. All right. We'll do this again. Okay. Bye. Bye.